T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Heidi, Ho, Camper, Joes, and Jills, or whatever you want to call yourselves, we genuinely do not care. We are just happy that you are here with us to experience the next two hours, maybe the greatest two hours of your life. We cannot confirm or deny that fact. Only you can be the judge. Uh, my name is Lindsey Brown. Across from me, in the glass. Adrian Hernandez. Just shortening up our intros. You're in the glass now instead of across the glass. Monosyllabic is the route that we usually like to take. Whatever yes, you no. say, that is an intelligent word. You know, syllables, like when you sound out a word, uh, independent, four syllables. Damn right. Shout out to all my independent women listening right, right now. Right? Was it was it Neo that had the, he had Miss Independent, that was a banger. But then there's the I-N-D-E-P-E-N. Oh, that's a Yes. little boosie badass. That's right. I didn't think we'd start by talking about boosie badass. Oh, my God. We're in for a classic today. Well, I didn't expect to have booty talk with Joe O today, but that makes two of us the most surprised people in the land. Booty. Our talk with Joe O. Just a few minutes away here, we put it in the first hour today because there's just too much damn stuff to get through. We got the NFL draft, obviously, here in town. I don't know if anybody's heard uh, we'll get into a little bit more of a Raider-specific, or at least lens today. We know that they don't have picks in the first two rounds, but we'll just kind of see what they need, where they might be looking for, and then we'll see where it goes from there. We're not Also, at- some crazy, crazy trade rumors Facts. that are Facts. not going to be Derek happening. Derek Carr himself has addressed. Yeah. Absolutely, we'll get into that. That's in, that's in the second hour. We'll, we'll preview tonight's biggest hockey game in a hot second uh your golden knights are in dallas to take on the stars for their playoff lives they need to win in regulation i have notes i have thoughts and most of them aren't gonna be ripping so that's a deviation from the last couple of days right or no it's today tuesday today is tuesday that's a fact so just one day of rippage that we had we just had we had two segments of ripping yesterday that's what i'm remembering you can catch both of those on the odyssey app if you miss them nightcap feed among playmakers and then don't you have like uh an nba preview or something yes the nba playoff preview which is also uh within the playmakers feed um yeah you know we just we're trying to get you covered in all different angles all different sports yeah yeah absolutely and if you haven't watched the or listened to that playoff preview we'll kind of give an update on what's going on today the nba last night we have some eliminations to discuss as well as some Developing percolations. I got my broom in here, so we're ready to go for that. Excellent to hear that. I mean, I don't want to get into this right now because that's not our segment. I could talk about baseball or basketball. We don't want to talk about baseball. Not today. Not today. The Mets? Anyway. Um, The Wolves are playing tonight, so obviously we'll talk about that to close out our show. And so, yeah, that pretty much is all of it. But by the way, Lindsay, did you say that there's an event here? 
I think so. What is it called? The NFL Draft. Oh, it's almost here. I'm ready to go. Do you think they flew in Roger Goodell's recliner from two years ago just to like commemorate the bit? If they have the budget for it. And I'm by not the sure way, if they do. By the way, those private, have to be short around here. No, honestly, the private planes that are coming in and out of the tent, like there's an influx now. Oh yeah, because of the honestly, because like you know, you can just go on Sunset and there's like a cell phone lot. Apparently, that's closed. But guess what? You can just like go there anyways. What are they gonna do? Tell you to leave? Oh no, not that. I'll go to my other parking spot. I kind of want to watch all the mini planes land. Yeah, and see what's going on and free. Yeah, who's showing who up? could be uh, arriving at this current point in time? And how much gas are you guys using with your private planes? Could you have plane pooled? I'm sure there's an Uber for planes. There, you know, I know there's, there's a rich people problems app like that. No, there is. I know that there Uber actually does the helicopters. Yes, they they, is, they started doing that like last year, I think. Yeah, which is and I think it's like in New York and LA. Anything that starts in San Francisco just has different quality of life standards. I can't be going on a helicopter, Lindsay. I can't be. You don't doing think that. you don't you don't think you would ever go on it? Do you have I a think, thing for heights? I think you no, know, I do, and, I, and it, well, I had an incident. Flying from Rhode Island, like leaving yeah, Rhode have Island. Have we discussed this? I think we have. And then I think sometimes my Bad weight, turbulence? I feel like something, yeah, terrible turbulence. Yeah. And then I'm always like, no, 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 I can't handle me. I'm just going to let me stay on the ground where I know I'm good. Yeah. No, or gravity is sane. That's understandable. I, I do want to go in a helicopter one of these days. I haven't been in one. I want to take like one of those tours to the Grand Canyon. Go all the way Sales to the bottom. Sales team, another opportunity for you to <laughs> make our lives and dreams come true. Um, but I'm also, I, I'm nervous about it, but like, I, I try to do those things where it's not necessarily like a phobia that I have. Cause I, I know that like my mom's very afraid of heights. Like she will not cross that type of bridge, but I, I, I'm scared, but I'm not terrified. And so when I, if I'm in that mode, I try to push myself a little bit, but that's not always the, the way that it's supposed to be. That's not always the, the healthiest thing to do. Lindsay at the Grand Canyon Playmakers Plus idea. Okay. I wrote it down. Yes. On the many of notes that we have taken for the sports and other things. Let's have the merging of the world and open this one right up, shall we? It's time for the can opener. Okay, so you were the, uh, while well, I was prepping for the show and our, uh, our, our CEO was in town because of the big uh, NAB convention and so we had the pleasure of meeting with her and having a meeting with her and so I was like, we gotta get this stuff done early. And for people who don't know, so the NAB is like, the the radio, all these radio personalities and and corporate bigwigs are in town for like the radio and tech convention. Yeah. Yep, it's That's like finally C- it's like the CSE, but for the radio people. CES. Yeah, that yeah. one. Yes, yep. uh, but just for all, all of us little radio radio nerds. So like uh, Nick Cannon and Big Boy are walking around, and us radio nerds are freaking out. Like, oh my god, where's Colin Cowherd? Oh Nick god. Cannon and Big Boy. That's where you. That's those are two legendary radio like big present people. What's wrong with them? Wait, Nick Cannon's on the radio? He is in LA for for another station. But anyway, just to Well, he's got to work a lot of jobs, I'm guessing. He's got a lot of kiddos. <laughs> he does. He's got a lot of kiddos. But yeah, so so that's like the big radio convention. So that's in town too, which that's is a big deal. That's in town. The NFL draft is in town. Playoff hockey still in our horizon kind of. But you actually put the rubber to the road today and checked out one of the experiences down in the draft because we have access to that as being media members. Trust me, guys, it's not as swanky as you would think, except in moments like this. So tell me about what, where you went, what the experience is like, and all that stuff in a bag of chips. So before the craziness that will be night one, day one of the NFL draft, uh, they're still, as we speak, building and constructing not only the draft theater experience, uh, but also the main center stage at Bellagio. Literally, 
in the fountain. So luckily I was able to you go check it out. You were in the nucleus of the fountain. You yeah, penetrated was, the membrane, you said. Yes, I did. I never thought What's I'd be. the powerhouse be... of the cell? Yes. Which part? Which part? Oh, I, I don't know. That's Come on. A, the powerhouse of the cell is the brain? No. Oh, the nuclei? No. You're, you're thinking too macro. You gotta go micro in the cell. In the cell. In the I don't know. Mitochondria. Oh, mychochondria. Mycochondria. Oh, shout out to Mr. <laughs> shout out to Michael. Shout out to Michael. <laughs> shout out to Mr. Walker. My I believe in your teacher. in your business plan. So luckily, uh, some of the media members we were able to get a tour of the red carpet that's actually purple, um, and go on the stage where Goodell and some of these draft picks are going to be ferried in and kind of see how the hell. All of this is going to work where they want them to get on the boat and then you get picked by the Jaguars and you get to have some fun as a Jaguar getting to be on that Just boat. Just the, the first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least the they're coached career... up by Dougie P, though. Like, we got we to gotta re- gotta turn that page with that organization. Doug Peterson vibes. I like Dougie P. Dougie P is like the only guy in the NFL that wears a visor that I don't think is a huge a-hole. And actually, I do have... This is breaking news. You don't say. The smarter bets that start with BetQL, they always bring us the breaking news. Visit BetQL.com today or download the app. Due to telecast concerns uh, and time constraints, the players will not be ferried in to the stage from like the other side of the Bellagio fountain like they would planned. So, What's the point? I honestly. Why are we even here? Cause like I wanted to see if the Jaguars that do it ends been, up getting that would have been an actual an actualization a disaster. Because <laughs> you just think about like when you're watching on TV like time is a social construct. We know that we made it up for trains, but like when we take our pauses. Oh my god! What's no, it? you broke it. <laughs> it was eight seconds. I'm no, sorry. it wasn't. I'm trying to do the point. But it lasts a lot longer when, or it seems a lot longer when you're on the air, and so just like. Imagine what it, how long it would take if everything is functioning as it should, and then what if something goes wrong? Just they like, and that's it. the the NFL, just like any other big business, is just a bunch of people in an office building with really great Photoshop skills for the for the for the logo and the shield and stuff, right? And so you have to create this facade. You have to create this NFL experience. Yeah. Look at this escapism. Everything's gonna go perfectly because mistakes have been planned for. And have backup plans for them. And so sometimes the backup plan is to just deviate everything entirely. Yeah, and so no ferry for the players. Um, Luckily, you know, it it looked incredible. It was kind of cool to see that. So it's center stage, middle, right in front of where the water, uh, the waterfall happens every night. Um, To the left um, on the Bellagio Fountain is where the the NFL network stage is. And it's like, yeah, the NFL is going to get top dog in terms of their telecast. Cut the line. Come (laughs) on. And everyone else uh, was not there. Uh, The stage itself uh, looked beautiful. Shout out to the local Las Vegas construction crews kind of assembling that. Because as I was walking down the path, that's the first thing. I was like, how are they making this happen? This seems super stable. I feel comfortable even though we're in water. Question. Yes. How big was it? It is so, and I got to talk. Shout out to Kelsey P, who kind of uh, was Plum. the media was the media member. It was an Italian name that I can't not pronounce. Kelsey Plum, she's at training camp. <laughs> yeah, no, not Kelsey Plum. But this is the biggest stage that they've ever had. Two hundred and fifty-two feet long. Oh, it's actually bigger than the, they wanted to do this in twenty twenty. Of course, that's a barge. Yeah, they they made it bigger than what they had planned for twenty twenty. Brought a pump, didn't they? Yeah, they expanded it because they're they're doing. They're doing a red carpet experience where some of the the top players will be able to get interviewed mm-hmm. and talk to the media before Show they off get the picked. Suits, the whole bit. Exactly. So that's to the left of the stage, and then center stage is where Goodell's going to be. Um, shout out to the NFL and, and 
bringing up Photoshop, some of the theming with it being Las Vegas and yeah, some what, of the cards what are the and colors? stuff. Uh, we're going purple, purple <gasps> and red. What a selection! A hundred, no, a hundred percent. It's a um, great color. I will say I, I've been able to be on the radio on New Year's Eve and, and do it on the strip and kind of be in these big moments with excitement and actual people, even though that seems so so long ago. New Year's Rocket Eve with Dick Clark. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just uh, just being a part-time radio host trying to make it. But I, I say that to there. say turning on to Flamingo, right? Turning on to Flamingo, uh, the excitement, like you could you could tell people were getting pumped. And even though it's a little bit early and more people are going to start flying in later tonight, I saw some some Jags, Panthers, Chiefs, like, like a whole bunch of different NFL paraphernalia that people were wearing. Mm. So that was cool to see um, the the stage itself. You know, it looks incredible. I don't know. I don't believe they're, they're not doing a water show because the stage is so close, obviously. That would obviously. be so funny if somebody turned on the hot tub jets and they just got a little bit too <laughs> intense. Accident. Whoa! But they are going to be doing um, a drone show with, like, 400 drones. Yeah. And so they're going to do... Didn't they do that at the at the Beijing Olympics? S- similar right? to that. And yeah. so they're going to do... They're going to do two two shows a night. I think sure. it's 8:40 and 11:40. <laughs> uh we're like, uh-huh. anyway, but Tap they're going to yeah, they're going to do um two of those shows with those drones and then during the draft itself when the player gets picked, they're going to send the drones out to kind of make the logo send of the, the team. Yeah, make the Jags Dude, logo. The, jo- the drones are always like we just don't see them very often like we see the individuals and trust me i'm glad that we're not part of we're not in this stage of humanity yet where we're seeing drones everywhere but it is coming but when we do see the shows because we're just so unfamiliar we're like oh my god i can't believe this is happening look at this they move this way oh yeah it's a full 360 whatever is greater than that 720 what's the full revolution I think a 360 is a full spin. Well, sure, but then there's the full spin to the left, and then there's the full spin to the right, and then there's the diagonal left and the diagonal right, and then there's up and down. Like, all, this is a sphere. A 1080. Yeah, a 1080, probably. But Just yeah. all the way around. It, um, it, it, it looked incredible. I wasn't, because having to come back to the station and do the show, I know that some media members here locally, and shout out to a friend of the show, Mick Akers. Yeah. Um, they kind of went to the draft theater, which is where... The we uh, the Weezer, the Ice Cube, and the Marshmallow concert, and kind of the basis for us fans who. Where's that at? That that is going to be closer to I believe Caesar's Palace. Right on. That is about ninety percent done. I will say center stage. They were still building it as we were talking and doing interviews. That seems to be eighty percent done. They're working hard. Um, it's if kind Weezer of, doesn't lead with "My Name Is Jonas," I mean, we leave, right? I mean, yeah. And they perform, I mean, they perform here a lot. They do. Um, so I was like, I, I get some money that we. But it is what it is. The Weezer is amazing. They're going to put on a great show. Um, that's almost completed. And yeah, like they're the NFL is here. Their presence is made. They have set up their picnic table. <laughs> yeah, all throughout the strip. Uh, I'm very impressed. I wasn't able to go to downtown when the NHL All Star Game was in town. Mm. Um, uh, a few months ago. I didn't go to any of the experiences either. I just went to the arena, and. Just had the experience that was a strip. It was a hell of a time. But this one is going to be different. There's a lot more expansive, a lot more dollars put into it. This is one of the biggest events that the NFL does. And so uh, we know how to do it upright. And they've had, I believe, five years to prepare as I've been doing some of the background um, studying up on just how this whole event has come together and the planning that it's gone into. And so if you've worked on that, if you've been part of that and are here locally, because I know it's not like the NFL has a Super Bowl team and they just go, it, it's all locally based. Thank you. And we appreciate you for ushering us into this very new era of Las Vegas sports because we are going to become the first city to host an NFL draft, a Pro Bowl, and a Super Bowl. Damn right. They say Vegas isn't a sports town. 
Mm-hmm. We are the biggest sports town that is just slowly coming into their own. And so like we just said, the NHL All-Star game. Yeah, too. exactly. And, um, you know, the economy's coming back kind of. And hopefully some people have a few more dollars in their pocket than they normally would to spend here. But we're happy to finally have gotten here. Because I remember the day that, it, you know, we found out that the world was canceled and then we figured out the draft wasn't happening. I'm like, oh, 2022, it's so far away. But it also it'll be here before we know it. It's here. Oh, and also, wait a minute. Hmm. There's a new sports team in town. What? Where? Lacrosse. Our yeah. professional lacrosse team. What are they called? They are called. They just announced I it. I saw an advertisement. For yeah, it last joining night. the NLL. Yep. Are your Las Vegas Desert Dogs? The Desert Dogs. I'm down for the DDs. You love the DDs. You're <laughs> yes, a huge I didn't even fan. try to do that. But the, you've liked the a Desert few Dogs. Yeah. Uh, could it listen as a Browns fan? I need, we need a section similar to the dog pound. I need some barks in the audience. Can we I might, get a woof, woof? We woof, might need woof. to adopt them. Get, we need to Hell become, yeah. LA, are we going to start an LAX podcast? Playmakers Plus Vibes? An LAX pro- yeah, podcast? LAX lacrosse. Oh, yeah. Look I, at me. They tried to get me to play lacrosse in high school, and so I went to like one practice tryout, and they're like, play goalie because you play hockey goalie that this we need you thing, right? you know how much it sucks to be a lacrosse goalie way more you have no pads the ball trajectory is different and you have fewer tools so i did it once got a couple of bruises on the old uh thigh and called it a day and went with my golf swing which i think has paid off more so than any or better than any of us could have hoped and probably the same type of attitude when it comes to our interviews, just any day we have Joe O on, but today is a very special version. Today is a very special deep dive into some of our personal preferences and uh, not just of the wagering or the wagertainment kind. Joe O on the other side of the break, 1140, the bet. Bringing the sneaky beavers back to the yard. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the playmakers, exclusively on 1140, the bet. It is a huge week in Las Vegas as the NFL world descends upon us and like a beautiful and delicate and delicious strawberry on top of a cheesecake. This week just got better because joining us now, it's the host of BetQL Daily and our Odyssey betting insider, Joel Ostrowski. Insider calls are powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download your BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Be sure to listen to the BetQL Daily podcast by searching for BetQL wherever you find your podcast. Strawberry shortcake, Joeist of O's, a highly anticipated return to the show. Uh, did you make a return trip to the Dells last week or did you actually take a true vacation, a.k.a. not just like a happy coincidental consequence of your kid's sports schedule? Yeah, I wasn't sure where Adrian was going with that. I thought he was going with the delicate flower, if that's what he was going to call me. But he went. You know I love food, Joe. You know I love food. Well, with the strawberry, okay. I can't hate on that. No, apologies. Um, This weather sucks. And so last week we had a game scheduled Monday, had to change to Tuesday, which is why I missed it. Uh, A Wednesday game had to move to Thursday. I just had to cancel tomorrow's game because at game time, the real feel is going to be 38 degrees here in late April. And I don't want to make the kids suffer any more than they already have. Metal bats in cold weather are just, it's cruel punishment. It truly is. But you're going above and beyond. Yesterday we did a practice. It was probably too cold. They're like the seams on the baseball are tearing my finger open. I'm like, yeah, well, let's just not do that anymore. And kids never have anything to complain about, so I'm sure it was the first time you've ever heard some sass back. <laughs> but I don't know if you've noticed, Joe, oh, but not only did, did the Wolves make the playoffs, they're tied with Memphis 2-2 <laughs> two to two in the first round of said playoffs. Big game tonight. We've seen 
hit or miss games from Cat. Jaws effectively been neutralized so far. Who would you bet to have a bigger game tonight? Because there's plenty of pride on the line, especially with both of their papas cheering them on on the sideline next to each other. Is hit or miss what we're calling it? Hit or miss with Cat? Let's just, just to keep things simple, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, we'll do that. I. Anybody going to run on the court today? I uh, hope so. Probably. <laughs> it's been They're thrilling. 3-0. and They're 3-0 and when a protester hits the court. Yes, we need that. Uh, that's been the challenging part as far as betting this. You know I'm in, in Minnesota. <laughs> I, I need this to happen. You know You're this. You're not wavering. Uh, no, no. Good. But it's hard to bet because I don't know which cat's going to show up. Mm. But on the other side, we haven't seen the best of John Morant yet. So his 11 points the other day, I'm like, okay, are we going to start to see the better jaw? That's been concerning me a little bit. As far as betting this, um, the the volume on Bain's threes is yes. through the roof. And that number is set at 3.5 for made threes. Last two games, 8 for 12, 7 for 15. You would think the volume's going to get there. It's tough to hit four threes in a game. But with the volume that we're seeing, I don't know why they would stray from that one bit. And he gets so much open space because everybody's drawing two jaw, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's exactly. really where he's getting these looks. And all of a sudden, you get a couple of confidence pumps, and I can take on the world. It wouldn't surprise me if Ja ends up scoring a little bit more, but I was looking at the assist number, which is at 9.5. He's averaging the second most potential assists in the NBA playoffs thus far, but you're giving me 6, you're giving me 6.5. I'm going to jump on that number, and it's one of the few series here where we're not dealing with late injury news or late mm. COVID news. It's just it's been crazy. It feels like we're in the heart of the NBA regular season where you just have to wait before you bet because you're just quite not sure uh, which players are going to be out there. Like You're feeling terrible if you bet on the Heat and do uh, because you thought J- Jimmy Butler, who's been a playoff killer, would be on the court. Then we find out that's not going to happen. Angry knees. Yeah, it sounds like Zach Levine's not going to be out there for the Bulls tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, a lot of these series. They're just cowering in the greatness that was uh, the former Wolf Dumb. Both of those players, clearly. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. Joe, I want to know, so going into the NBA season, uh, the favorites were the Lakers and Nets. And even after the tread deadline, the Nets were still the favorites. Uh, Obviously, that didn't and that ain't happening. And I kind of want you to put things into context. Like, is, is something like this happened recently where... You know, not only, you know, we can make picks and win the championship, and sometimes that doesn't happen, but to not even make the playoffs when they were favorites throughout. Uh, has this has anything like this happened before here in the past? The Nets barely made it. They made it with some luck. And the Lakers didn't make it at all. And that is with expanded playoff formats. Zero playoff wins between the co-favorites in the preseason, the Nets and the Lakers. Let's let's go back just one week. Forget before the season. Just one week. Brooklyn, Boston. Like people are still reluctant to buy into the Celtics for some reason, even though they have by far the best defense in the NBA. And quietly, offensively, they're right up there. Like we might be having the conversation at the end of this playoffs. It's hyped that uh, Tatum is a top five player, mm-hmm. but people just don't want to put him there. Uh, when that series, when we figured out, okay, this is going to be the round one series. Everybody looking forward to it. The Brooklyn Nets were opened as the favorite in the series. And then the sharper betters came in and said, no, 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 no. And it lasted a few hours. That's wrong. It, Boston should be favored. And then we see the sweep. The sweep was 12 to 1. Nobody was talking about the sweep. I thought the Celtics could win the series, but I never thought they could sweep. I mean, that, that just wasn't 
part of it. I'm like, oh, they have too much top-end talent. And that thing's an entire mess. I don't know how they're going to handle that offseason. But to answer your question, Adrian, I mean, we're used to the NBA where before or early in the year, we know the teams are, that are going to be there at the end. We know the teams that are going to have a legit shot. Boston had a really tough start, and look at where they are right now. They are the second favorite to win the NBA title, and I think you could make a strong fit. Uh, convincing argument that they should be the favorite to win the championship now that they've uh, passed up Brooklyn. Yeah, I don't think anybody anticipated the regression of Kevin Durant. I think that's at, mm-hmm. that's at least good for one game one, but it, he just wasn't there. He was just too tired. Let's switch some gears here because I've heard the NFL draft is going to be somewhat close to our proximity in the next few days. Let's just talk about the NFC North, though, because those teams have more than one position of need to improve upon. Almost everybody does. Vikings O-line needs help eternally. Packers need offensive weapons, specifically ones with good hands. But what about the Lions and the Bears? And and which, about, which of those four teams do you think will be doing the most wheeling and dealing this weekend? Because there's a different level of desperation with two new regimes in Minnesota and Chicago. Well, the thing, Lindsay, is and a lot of teams are dealing with this, is everybody wants to wheel and deal. But it's not a draft where you want to move up. The quarterbacks isn't the only reason. It's just the top-end talent. It's a draft that has depth. You can get some quality players moving back a little bit, second, third round, right? And everybody wants to move back. But if you want to if you want to move back, you're probably going to have to take some sort of a discount compared to most drafts. So the the lines are fascinating. Uh, they have the number two pick overall. And they also have the last pick in the first round. Mm. So with that last pick in the first round, the Rams pick, is there going to be a team that wants to move up? Is there going to be a team that wants to take a quarterback? because Five-year option, th- right? Exactly. Exactly. Or how about some of those other impactful positions this day and age how about receiver how about cornerback that's where i think a lot of teams late in the first round are gonna go since uh, it doesn't seem like to be a a qb rich draft so i could see that happening so i'm not sure that detroit's gonna hold on to that spot for the number two pick overall right now the favorite and this has changed over the last day or so it's aiden hutchinson he was the favorite to be the number one pick but a lot of money has come in over the last couple of days. Trayvon Walker with Jacksonville. That's what it looks like they're going to do. Hutchinson, the new, the number two pick. I don't even know if that's for sure. This draft is so wide open. People say, okay, top five. We kind of know the players. We're just not sure of the order. Mm-hmm. And then things are up in the air after that. I don't know. I don't know. I that's, mean, a, that, that's a good line of thinking, though, because if the talent isn't there, you're not going to pay you know, everything plus the yard to move up in this draft. But maybe it's around the talent that is already in the league. We can talk about Debo Samuel and the noise that I think is simply a negotiating tactic, and I'm even mm-hmm. including the rejection of the personalized bottle service sign over the weekend. <laughs> but, but what's your read on this situation, and what price is so rich that even the 49ers would have to consider it? Because he's such a big piece of their offense, and this is going into his first you know, free agent contract, which you're trying to hopefully set up for your next one. I wouldn't want to do that in like the New York Jets organization if I were him. Yeah, it's all about getting paid right now, and you see the top-end receivers, the demand. And it's kind of like we know the impactful positions in the league, and they have a bit of the power. And we see what receivers are getting in trades and contracts, and these other top receivers see that. And Debo is one of those dudes. Like Normally, you would say odds are not going to shift unless we're talking about a quarterback. But if Debo Samuel gets moved to another team – 
those odds for the Super Bowl will adjust. Now, there's also that line of thinking that it's more about Kyle Shanahan, that you can find someone that can somewhat replace Debo Samuel. So that that's really the fascinating part with the Niners. Now, this is also a draft here that is strong at wide receiver. The number of uh, receivers taken in the first round, the odds were set at five and a half. So much money has come in on the over that that's moved up to six and a half. Back to what we were just talking a little bit about. That uh, we think there's going to be a lot of receivers taken, especially later on in the first round. The Packers, we were uh, just hitting on the NFC North. They're going to take a receiver. Are they going to do it at 22 or 28? That's something you can bet on. My guess would be 22, and you can bet on that at plus money. I believe it's plus 125. Because if they have their guy, there could be a, a run, 23, 24, 25, something like that. There are some teams back there like Kansas City. They're definitely going to take a receiver. Maybe they decide to move up a little bit. So that part of the draft is fascinating. I know some people are, are looking and saying, man, it's kind of boring. I don't think these quarterbacks are going to be any good. I don't think so because there is so much intrigue. Uh, even the teams are saying, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Things are changing minute by minute. I mean, a week ago, everybody had Stingley mocked to the Vikings at number 12 overall. Now there's chatter, you know, that Stingley is a high ceiling guy. You look at uh, what he was doing at LSU a couple of years ago, that maybe the Houston Texans could take him at number three overall. He's the favorite to go to the Texans at three. So Thursday is going to be a lot of fun. Joe, I need to talk to you. Uh, I spoke with my uncle, Ern Boogie. Uh, he told me that the Browns are going to be active. And I looked up on that and talked to some people. And Vegas keeps moving the Browns Super Bowl odds. So three days ago, they were plus 2,000. Yesterday, they were plus 1,600. And now they're plus 1,400. Is something happening? Like, did Vegas find out about the Deshaun Watson suspension or some type of deal? It's a statue for sure. <laughs> Something's happening, right? Like, we have enough history there. Somebody knows something. But what sort of a move are we talking about? Yeah, Adrian, I, I think you're right. It's got to be Watson-related, you would think, because what sort of you, – you've got the quarterback. What sort of addition can you make at a number of other positions that would change the number that much? Or what it could be, it's got to be Watson-related or it's just respected betters coming in on Cleveland. That's the only thing I can come up with, and that's what really makes sense at this point because Watson could impact their record where they're going to sit in the division uh, much more than anybody else. We know how stacked that AFC is. Absolutely. Let's take a little bit more of a local angle. I'd ask you about the Raiders, but they don't have picks, at least as of right now, in the first two rounds because we are just too damn stacked. But it's just another day in the life of the Golden Knights. Elimination <laughs> comes on the wings of anything but a regulation win in Dallas tonight. For me, this uh, matchup screams Jamie Ben hero game, but Pavelski hasn't been scoring nearly as much, and so he really drives this team, especially against the Golden Knights. What's your angle on this particular game and the emotional significance uh, of the basically winner-take-all or winner-take-playoffs? Yeah, my head is spinning with all the playoff scenarios that we have tonight. Oh, the Stars are in, or the Preds are going to clinch, or mm -hmm. the Panthers can get the President's Trophy if this or that happens. Like, just get me to the end of the night so we can figure out what happened. So, as far as tonight with Vegas, that is being aligned as a coin flip here. It's mm. Dallas minus 110 which is interesting because you know the Chicago Blackhawks will be willing to give them a victory coming up next, uh, but uh, it's taking it day by day. Um, Dallas, terrific at home this year. They are. And, and the news with Leonard earlier this week, that's got to be a killer. 25-10-3 at home for Dallas. So, uh, so that's where I'm going. I mean, 
you're down three points with yep. three games left. It's just it's going to be too much. No, this just screams like an elimination game in the playoff bubble just a couple of uh, years ago. Well, it's a different netminder in there and some talent that are putting the biscuits in the basket. I think it's going to be a similar result. I don't like yep. to say it, but I got to go with my gut. I hear you. I, I We're seeing some numbers, and you see this at the end of regular seasons, no matter what the sport is. In fact, a week ago, over the weekend, um, if you threw out all the uh, the pickums, basically the toss ups like we have here with Dallas and Vegas, mm-hmm. if you throw those out, we had a run of favorites going twenty and zero straight up. Like you see it, and there are, there are some numbers here that How I just I haven't seen before. Minnesota tonight is minus six hundred. Minus wow. six hundred. Well, fl- flowers and net. So clearly the magic is right in the crease crazy crazy yeah. so it wouldn't surprise me if a lot of people are putting together some uh, favorites with a lot of teams that have have uh, some playoff implications on the line tonight joe yesterday i i had to go after yankee fans mm-hmm. uh, after their disgusting behavior bunch of schmucks but now you joe <laughs> you're the biggest thing honestly come on Derek jeter a compiler we don't have to talk about him Joe, you're the biggest Steve Kwan fan I know outside of Cleveland, okay? I'm going to give you the floor right now to rip Yankee fans because of that behavior and just those disgusting actions over the weekend, Joe. Listen, Adrian. I mean, I see you. I mean, you're just kind of lurking. You think nobody's paying attention. I see you liking all these tweets about how DeRozan is terrible and he should have never been considered anywhere near an MVP candidate no matter what he was doing. He's a complete fraud. I see you. I see you. He's so annoying on Twitter, yeah. isn't he? Oh, my gosh. I <laughs> makes makes me consider getting rid of the tweet deck because the likes for Adrian pop up there. I, mean, oh, I have see a segment you. dedicated oh. to it, Joe. I'm not a joking. A lot of booty <laughs> pictures. A lot of booty pictures. Uh, okay, I'm glad you admitted. I didn't have to go there. I didn't have to bring that up. I do notice it. I do enjoy it, though. You're like, welcome, Joe. Oh, I, you know, I don't do the follow. You just happen to go in there. Whoops. I'm intrigued. I don't do the follow, but I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Does Adrian have some sort of relationship with this girl? What's going on here? Like, oh, it's just a, a random person. A mutual follow, you say. 257 followers. How's Adrian following? Joe, I know you're married, but that BetQL swag. You know what I'm saying? When you have that attached like, to your name. But, Joe, these Yankee fans. Come on, Joe. The worst. They're making loser signs. What are we, two years old? You won the game. (laughs) What are you mad about? You guys won. They're always mad. It's fine. Why are you letting it bother you? You should should worry about the American League Central because Mm. the White Sox are extremely flawed. They're throwing bums every fifth day because they have a couple of injuries in the pitching rotation. Have you noticed what they lose? Six, seven in a row now? Like Your Guardians have a chance here with the way this What do you mean? The Twins are first place. Have you seen Byron Buxton playing these days? I haven't, but I've heard things. MVP <laughs> candidate. He Hell went from yeah, th- thirty to one down to nine to one for the AL MVP. Just stay healthy, yeah, Byron. Him and Zion Williamson have the same like recovery plan. I swear. Yeah, I'm I telling can only you. Hope. I'm telling you. He's uh, cursing out Yankees fans, liking <laughs> booty pics. What's happening? That's over Adrian's there? brand. And, <laughs> and like a it. huge Pelicans fan. Right, just randomly before we get out of here, are they getting a lot of money, a lot of steam if they pull off this upset? For. The Pelicans. Th- this game tonight or yeah. the series? Just the series. Are they getting momentum as they, they take over the country as an underdog? Take over the country. Yes. You take out <laughs> Phoenix? That was the favorite to win the championship when the playoffs were starting. Yes, you do that. People are finally going to buy in, but but people are looking to the sun side. Chris Paul, 
terrible last game. No threes, no free throw attempts, four points. We expect a, uh, a bounce back there. But if they take this one tonight, going back to New Orleans, oh, there's going to be a lot of momentum. Uh, p- hey, people, are you see Doc Rivers doing Doc Rivers things mm. right now. The NBA playoffs are, are quite intriguing. Averting our eye contact as much as possible. Joe O, it is always a pleasure to make some memories with you on our program, my friend. Your quality of work is immensely appreciated. And uh, paid time off pending. We will be counting the minutes until your emergence from the BetQL daily basement of success. Well, I figured I, I had to show up because I was going to reach out to Lindsay later in the week. I you know I know she doesn't want to cheat. She goes on the BetMGM Tonight Show. She oh. avoids my show. So, uh, but I'll, but I'll see if I could steal you for a few minutes to do uh, some preview of the playoffs. It would not only be an honor; it would be a privilege, and I would love to. Uh, it was Joe Ostrowski from the BetQL Daily Show, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, always brought to us by BetQL. All I got to do is search out BetQL wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, I can find plenty of Joe's analysis on that platform as well as any interview that he's done with us. And so, more basketball talk on the way. Love for the bet! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Adrian Hernandez and Lindsey Brown. The Playmakers, exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Bring out all the balls. Lindsey Brown, Adrian Hernandez, hanging with you guys until 5. I think the balls were passed around last night after the Nets were finally eliminated. We just got to get a good feeling somehow, some way. Oh, uh, Goran Dragic for sure. Dude, you a little guy, stressed? Every day it was something. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly. Like, Essentially. It was. I do need to backpedal really quick because a lot of Twitter talk. Yeah, I'm about, to, talk. I'm about to post a reel on our uh, station Instagram of just your live reaction to Bootygate. That's how we're going to commemorate it. What's the What's our Instagram? Uh, that's a great question that you're asking me right well, now. I, I will it's say. at 1140 the bet. I think so. And on Twitter, um, and by the way, not only uh, can you follow me, but I did post some pictures of the stage and some of the some of the things for the draft. Oh, 
So be sure. So of, you put this video on the, on your on your story first, and then all of your pictures, because booty gate first. Yes. <laughs> then uh, journalism. So follow us on Twitter at the Bet Las Vegas, and also at Adrian Radio Nine Three and Lindsey Brown Thirty Five. That's me. Lindsay that's Brown on, with an E. That's uh that's for all the Twitter folk. But yeah, um, Goran the Bet Dragic, Las Vegas. I'm sorry, that's our handle the for Bet both Las Instagram Vegas. and Twitter. Um, yes, yes, it is awesome. Well, fantastic. You can check that out. Um, you won't be able to check out the Nets in the second round of the playoffs. No, they're done. And the elephant in the room, Lindsay, we disagreed before the show. Uh, Kevin Durant took it upon himself um, after Charles Barkley on Inside the NBA uh, kind of was a little upset at some of KD's comments and then said he's a bus rider in terms of when he was in Golden State and the two championships he won. And then the weird thing, too, that gets, you know, doesn't get mentioned is that later on in the show, he kind of clarified and kind of wanted to backpedal on it. And he's like, he apologizes. He realized the amount of disrespect that he sent over to the spirit of 35 that he knew the (laughs) hell he would have to repay. And granted, maybe that's why he's going after KD now, because KD's not wearing 35. That wasn't Kevin Durant that we saw this past week. Oh, wait, it was a a very tired, exhausted, dare I say, defeated and gentrified even because Brooklyn, obviously, you know, a lot of things. It's an interesting word to use, but sure. Um, and then so what KD did on his Instagram after he found out the news, uh, he posted Charles, uh, Scottie Pippen, and Hakeem Olajuwon and 99 Rockets team. And then also his rookie team when he got drafted to the Sixers. And he uh, was teammates, Charles Barkley with Julius Irving and Moses Malone. And my thing, and it's very strange, and I don't know if it's fair with athletes, like when Russell Westbrook said, please stop calling me Westbrook, Westbrick, is when you tell people, you voice your concerns and you're a public figure, People, whether it's right or wrong, are going to zoom zoom in on that and and use that against you, for better or worse. And KD has proven that he cares. He cares about these comments, whether it's Charles Barkley or analyst or just random people on Twitter, because that's what he does. He likes to go on Twitter like most of us do, and I don't fault him. But why are you calling someone a fraud? Like, yo, you couldn't do it in OKC. You were up 3-1 with Westbrook. And then you switch teams, you hopped onto the Warriors with Steph and everything that they've done in the championship they already had in 2015, and you won it, and you knew it wasn't enough because the respect that you thought you were going to get by automatically winning, you didn't get. And no one gives you any credit. Okay, so since we're digging up the body of Kevin Durant's stint during in Golden State, since that's four years ago and we got other games to talk about, I, I understand what you're saying. In terms of him firing back. But like if Charles says that, what is Kevin just gonna let it go? Sure. He's not the problem. Kyrie Irving is the problem. The problem is that Kevin Durant trusted Kyrie Irving, trusted enough that he said, I'm gonna ditch Golden State and I'm gonna go build something over here. That is the biggest thing that Kevin Durant is guilty of in this whole situation. He is he is living with the things that he sewed for himself. He's put on the clothes. Guess what? They don't fit. Guess what? They're poorly made. Guess what? Nothing is cohesive. And so I think, unlike Kyrie, who's just spouting, well, we didn't have time to gel. We didn't have cohesion. Like, I I, I put all of it on him. I put all just of it on, on Kyrie? No, but I, Kevin Durant is like four names down on my list of people I have problems with in Brooklyn. Because at least he was trying to make this team work during the regular season. At least when he was healthy, he's out there trying. And I'm not, like... Like I said, I, I I I am a less of a fan of Kevin Durant than I once was, but 
I, I don't know why there's so much shock when people, when, when they come up to defend themselves, when people start slinging mud their way. Like we know that every single player watches inside. They use their tweets. So yeah, this is what's going to happen. This is get better for the game. And Kevin's fine. He's going to be fine. They're going to figure out in the offseason. Just like Kyrie said, him, Kevin, the front office. And, you know, he's all in. I know that he's Boston. He's all in. And that's the bit. <laughs> that's the bit. Bring your vitriol to that, that crap. Enough about the Nets. Enough about the Celtics. Let's talk about your concern level for the Philadelphia 76ers because it wasn't just a loss last night. It was damn near a 20-pointer. Yeah, they got their ass kicked. Uh, people in Philly left early, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Fred Van Fleet, their all-star, did not play. Scotty Barnes was on lockdown mode, even though he is completely injured. Uh, the one thing that stuck out to me is there was a there was a run in the third quarter where Toronto and whether Nick Nurse wanted to to specifically attack Joel because of the the torn ligament in his thumb yeah. or just thought he was a defensive liability. Six straight possessions on Joel that they scored automatically. Uh, Joel, at the end of the game, kind of not going after James Harden, but saying to the media, like, yo, James Harden, you need to be aggressive. We've been telling you since you got How here. How many shots did he have last night? Uh, James Harden last night, four for 11. Once again, his yeah, stat line looking like tour dates. 11 shots, not, not good enough. And that's exactly like he's got to call his own number more. And that, that's why they're going at Joel because they know he's putting out so much on the offensive side of the ball that he doesn't have enough to keep it at 100 at the other end of the floor, too. And, and 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 that's not like it's so unfair to Joe like to expect that when you have someone like James Harden. So yeah, four for 11, 15 points for James Harden, seven assists, five turnovers, only two for six from three. And, and this has been the the this entire playoff run and towards the end of the season and why I was so critical of of why Daryl Morey thought, why is this dude like why do you think this dude's just suddenly gonna turn back the clock three years ago? And this is Doc Rivers who quiet is kept. You know, Doc Rivers hasn't advanced to the second round since he won the NBA championship in 2010. I didn't know that, but I know that he's singular in the fact that he has dropped three three to one def- er, leads in a series. Three. He's the only coach that's ever had that record. He's yep. the Bruce Boudreaux of the NBA. And that's what I say all the time. He's yeah. also given up three two leads. Mm-hmm. And if someone's going to do it, I, 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 at yeah. the beginning of the series, I thought Toronto was going to beat Philadelphia. And now they have a chance. We'll see. History, possibly, maybe. We were going to talk about Mavericks and Jazz, but the Jazz decided not to show up, so we decided not to give them any time. But good thing is that we go a whole other hour with more sports and other things on the way. 1140, The Bet! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 